0: Are my power. Three, two, one. fight! What is going on, my guys, Dallas, non-binary pals, and nerds everywhere? Welcome back to Nerds Explosion, the weekly podcast where, based on a monthly theme, we nerd out about whatever we want. I am Kaitlin. Today we are continuing Kingdom Hearts Month. Now, first of all, I want to thank you for being with me through this whole ride because I know you know nothing about Kingdom Hearts and you could care less, but I appreciate you being along along for the ride. You're welcome. And today's topic, I figure you know one of the be- one of the main parts of Kingdom Hearts, besides you know the convoluted plot, is the Disney worlds. And that's actually one of the main reasons I would got into the series in the first place, because when I was a kid, I grew up with the original PlayStation, and I had one of the games I had was Final Fantasy VII, and I played that a lot. But also growing up, I was a huge uh, Disney kid. And I watched a lot of Disney movies, so obviously the combination of like Final Fantasy and Disney really intrigued me, and that's how, as a kid, I got in, I first got into you know Kingdom Hearts. I figured today we could go through just, you know, a lot of the Disney worlds and I'll mention some of the other worlds, you know, kind of along the way, because once again, we're looking at the Kingdom Hearts Character Files by Dark Horse Books.
1: Sounds like an absolute fucking party.
0: (laughs) I'm going to try to include you as much as I can in this because, you know, I just, I don't want to take over the entire episode, you know?
1: Hey man, I'm just along for the ride.
0: (laughs) But with... That being said, and before we get into everything, new episodes of this podcast come out every Saturday, so do the things on all the stuff on all the different places. But with that, let's talk about some of the Disney worlds in Kingdom Hearts. First up, we have Disney Castle. Disney Castle? Disney Castle, which appears in... The first game, the second game, coded, uh, Dream Drop Distance, and three. The castle where the king who watches over all the worlds lives. The cornerstone of light, which drives away darkness, protects the castle, so those associated with darkness can't approach it. When the king is absent, the queen, Minnie, rules in his place. So, obviously, like, the main people in Disney Castle, and I will just kind of be going through these, like, what Disney characters show up in these different worlds. So Disney Castle was basically the main the main place for like uh Mickey's, you know, Mickey and Minnie are the rulers. Right. And obviously uh one of there's Minnie who is a queen, one of her nobles is Daisy. Pretty solid. Madam Duck? <laughs> Daisy Duck, the madam?
1: I was going to say the silly goose herself, but the she's not silly a goose.
0: goose herself. <clears throat>
1: She is, in fact, a duck. It says so right in the name.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, other notable Disney characters from Disney Castle are Chip and Dale.
1: Um, okay. I'm going to interject right now. Yes, just please re- do. Just real quick.
0: Uh, Before you interject. Before you interject. Before. Before. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on.
1: Okay, I continue. Oh, the ASMR. <laughs> um, Chip and Dale are too precious for this world and should be protected at any and all costs.
0: I literally thought for a split second you were going to say Chip and Dale can get it. I'm like, they're fucking rodents.
1: No, first of all, they're fictional. But no, they they are too precious and they need to be protected at any and all costs. I fucking love Chip and Dale. Dale is my favorite.
0: I Uh, think. Yep. Dale, one half of the pair responsible for the design and maintenance of the dummy ship. Dale is distinguished by his red nose. Yes. He's a mechanical expert who builds not only the dummy ship
1: Live, but computers
0: Dale. too. And then we got Chip, the other half of the pair responsible for the design and maintenance of the dummy ship. Chip is distinguished by his black nose. He's a mechanical expert who, like Dale, builds not only the dummy ship but computers too. Now, the biggest thing about Chip and Dale Obviously, they're behind like, the gummy ship stuff. And in three, they're actually responsible for creating the gummy the phone that Sora gets. Yeah, <laughs> It's funny because there's a cutscene scene where all of a sudden it starts running and Sora's like, oh, what's that? And when he answers it, it's Chip and Dale being like, hey, you know, you got to answer the phone or we can't tell you stuff.
1: Well, yeah, but from his perspective, like he doesn't know what a phone is. <laughs> right and Dale was like here have this that's my this favorite thing. thing about
0: three they create this gummy phone and Sora's just like the fuck is this thing
1: it's like when fucking Jack Skellington experiences snow for the first time what's this what's, what's this?
0: this it's funny because um in three in Twilight Town when he meets up with Hannah Pinson one of the things he's like he's like oh I got this phone thing that takes pictures I got this
1: phone thing that takes pictures. <laughs>
0: like god damn it Sora like fucking He's the hero we all need, but he's a fucking idiot.
1: <laughs> he is also, like, the more we get into this, the the further he's climbing up on my list of people who need to be protected at any and all costs.
0: Just by age or just by personality? Both. Because, I think by three, canonically, he's, he's like 16.
1: I mean, he's still just... He's Cause a baby!
0: Because he, he was 14 in the first game, so... By the events of three, he's gotta be, like, 16 at least.
1: But he's still just a baby.
0: So that means, I think that means Riku is gotta be, like, 18. Uh, I don't know, that's a weird thing to get into, because people are like, oh, maybe they're this age, maybe they're this age, I don't know.
1: When in reality, like, who fucking knows?
0: But other Disney characters that pop up in Disney Castle are Pluto.
1: Oh my god. Live, love, Pluto.
0: Pluto really has no relevance to anything. He just kind of shows up here and there. Well, doesn't Although he... In t- doesn't,
1: he in, doesn't Pluto, in one of the games, end up leading Sora to where he needed to be after he ended up in... Um,
0: oh, yeah, cause, I mean, at the end of 1... What's its place? At the end of 1, there are uh, Sora, Donald, and the Goofy are walking down that field. Also of they see Pluto with uh, a letter from Mickey... And they end up following Pluto. So basically Pluto kinda leads them to uh, Castle Oblivion. Also, I guess Pluto kinda helps out everyone in uh in two by kind of just like being Pluto, you know? Just being like, you know, hey, nomine follow me, Bork Bork. Bork Bork. <laughs> and another random Disney character that pops up at Disney Castle, Enchanted Brooms. You know, from Weirdly,
1: Sur- that makes perfect sense.
0: The brooms from Fantasia?
1: Yeah, that the enchanted
0: brooms
1: are there. Oh, sidebar, we should watch Fantasia.
0: We should. Well, which one? Because there's two different ones. There's an older one, and then there's one, I think, that came out in 2000.
1: The original, I think.
0: I mean, they're two different movies, but there's just the one that came out, like, way back. The original, and then the one that came out in 2000. I don't know which one is which but I'm I think Disney Plus will have it either.
1: Which that's the one with elephant pink elephants on parade, right?
0: You're thinking Dumbo. Dumbo has pink elephants on parade.
1: What the, okay, there's what am I thinking of then? There's a scene in Fantasia I think that like
0: I think there is one with elephants or like hippos or something.
1: Yes, it was hippos. Okay.
0: It might be in the original, but either way
1: Because we- as a child that shit fucked me up. <laughs> So did Pink elephants on parade, but I love Dumbo as to nobody's surprise.
0: <laughs> so next in the in this world we have Disney Town, which is part of the same world as Disney Castle, but this this focuses more because this only appeared in Birthplace Sleep.
1: So Disney ta- Disney Castle is in Disney Town. Is that yeah. what you're
0: saying? Yeah. So Disney Castle, ruled over by Teen Mickey, is located in this town. The Spectacular Dream Festival is held here once a year. During this time, a variety of events are enjoyed all over town. So basically, dis- there's Disney Town, and then Disney Castle is in Disney Town. But this is more focused on in Birthplace Sleep, like I said. Yeah. Because in Birthplace Sleep, obviously, there's a Dream Festival that uh, Terra, Aqua, and Ventus are able to visit. And this actually has some relevance to like the rest of everything, because obviously there's many uh Daisy. One of the more obscure Disney characters that shows up is Horace Horstaller. the Horace manager of Fruit Ball Plaza. Horace is also a longtime friend of King Mickey's group.
1: Well, yeah, because he he's he's
0: Horace Horstaller is like one of the OG Disney characters
1: yeah, from and
0: like Clarabelle and yeah, like all them. One of those like Clarabelle Cow and everything from like way back in the old 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 days.
1: Back in my day.
0: Uh, yeah, Chippendale, this is, I mean, besides Traverse Town, this is the first time, this is, uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie actually pop up in this place, too, because they run a, uh, ice cream mini game. It's, like, rhythm-based, and you gotta stack this ice cream cone, like, as high as you can. Uh, again, the Enchanted <laughs> brims show up, and...
1: I was thinking about Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and then I was thinking about the animated show, and... <laughs> Was, I, I could have been, been Turbo! turbo?
0: <laughs> no I actually th- watched the uh, out of Huey, context. Huey,
1: Dewey, and Louie.
0: <laughs> I watched the out of context <laughs> thing from DuckTales, and most of it was just Huey, Dewey, and Louie just talking nonsense.
1: I could have been Turbo! Uh,
0: one of the more important characters that shows up in Disney Town is Pete. Now, during the events of Birth by Sleep, he's obviously trying to... Uh, Mess with the Dream Festival and over to in order to I think to be to, try to become mayor or something, but he shows is up. Is
1: that his whole purpose throughout the series? Is just to be mayor or no?
0: This, that was, it was in Birth by Sleep, but then his plans obviously changed. So let's see. Pete dressed up in disguise in order to win the Dream Festival's popularity contest. He believes he's a hero of justice, but nothing he does is actually helpful. So he pops up as two different alter egos, Captain Justice and Captain Dark, all in an effort to basically screw up the Dream Festival. So, in the events of Birth by Sleep, obviously they catch, uh, Minnie catches on to Pete's shenanigans, and she bans him to the lanes between. Which is basically, so the lanes between is described in here as, like, like in Birth by Sleep, the little areas, like, in space that uh, Aqua Terra and Ventus go between traveling to different worlds. Mm. So when they're traveling to different worlds, they go through the lanes between, and Minnie, tired of Peach shenanigans, actually bans him to the lanes between. So he's kind of just sitting there, like, by himself, and all of a sudden, Maleficent pops up. Randomly and decides like, "Hey, if you do exactly what I say and don't be a fucking idiot,
1: don't be a fucking idiot." Famous, you know, I didn't,
0: I didn't give you power over the heartless and everything. So it's from that point on where Pete comes into play with everything else. Gotcha. It's at that point that Pete starts working with Maleficent. Next, going through these worlds, we have the country of the musteteers. Any guess what that's from?
1: Um, I'm gonna take a. Fucking El Dorado shot in the dark here. um, The Three Musketeers?
0: Yes. Uh, more specifically, Mickey Donald Doofy, The Three Musketeers from 2004.
1: That now, came this, out in 2004?
0: That movie was 2004.
1: That's a 20-year-old movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that movie, it's Good funny enough, God, like, relating it to Kingdom Hearts, this movie came out when Chain of Memories originally released. So, Country of the Musketeers as a world only appeared in Dream Drop Distance, and obviously in this we have Mickey Donald the Goofy, but the thing with Mickey in this world is that at this point, now this is one of the sleeping worlds. so obviously when Sora visits, the Mickey and Donald the Goofy that are in this world have no idea who Sora is, because at this point... They haven't met him yet?
1: Because they're not King Mickey, it's just, and... Well,
0: he is Teen Mickey, but this is a time, so Sora visits this world at a time when Mickey is going through worlds trying to figure out stuff, but he hasn't met up with Mickey, Donald, or Goofy yet.
1: So, in all of the convoluted plot that we've already discussed, now we're throwing in time traveling?
0: Basically. Well, it's a, it's a sleeping world, but... The weird way to describe it is Sora visits it because it's one of the worlds that Mickey visited on his, you know, after Yen Sid was like, hey, you know, shit's going down. Visit these worlds yeah. and investigate. So, like, when Sora gets there in Dream Drop Distance, obviously Mickey doesn't know who Sora is, but he is aware of, you know, the T-Blade. And he tells him a secret. He's like, hey, you know, I know you have a T-Blade. I'm i I'm here on a secret mission from Yen Sid. blah. blah, blah.
1: Flawless Mickey impression, by the
0: way. Thanks. So obviously, um, a lot of the stuff that happens in this world is straight from the movie, including one scene where they're in this tower and they're uh, they're cornered by. They actually have the names in here. Never mind. No, they don't. Oh, they do. The Beetle Boys. So the Beetle Boys are kind of like the Boys. in the movie. Three Musketeers are like Pete's henchmen, mm. and they're trapped in this tower and goofy starts thinking and he looks in the window and he's like oh I got an idea and mitty's Mickey, <laughs> just like well what do you have in mind goofy and goofy's like well, I got a plan and it might be a good one too so he grabs mitty leaps out the window onto a tree which slingshots him back through the window and into the beetle boys sending them out a different window
1: goofy really said yeet <laughs> he's
0: just really just yeet <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, uh, Minnie said, "Hold my beer." Minnie is in this too, but obviously she's a princess yeah. at, at this point in time. And the only difference about her is she has a little hair curl, or curl right in front. And uh, Pete obviously in this world takes on his appearance from the movie with the mustache and everything. Yeah, because the whole plot of the movie was based off three musteers, but right. Minnie's just like I need bodyguards, and Pete is just like he's obviously. You know, he has his own intentions of taking over and like getting rid of Minnie. So he chooses Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, who are like the worst of the worst, mm-hmm. to be because She thinks, oh, these guys are completely incompetent. If I, you know, choose them to be Minnie's bodyguards, then it'll be easier for me to take over. But obviously, they prove themselves and save the day. Right. There's actually, <clears throat> I haven't seen this in the actual movie because I haven't. It's been a while since I've seen the actual movie. But there's a point in like in this world when you're playing a dream Out Distance where you literally save Mickey from drowning. Because Pete, you know, obviously he's had enough. He captures Mickey and puts him in this jail cell that starts filling with water.
1: Oh, I thought he just like hugged him into the ocean.
0: No, it's literally this like jail cell that's like a big hole that fills with water. So you have to save him literally from drowning.
1: That sounds treacherous. <laughs> right?
0: Uh, let's see. Moving on. Now we got Timeless River, which is from Hearts Two. It's probably one of my favorite worlds. Uh, any guess what Timeless River might be based uh, off of?
1: Timeless River?
0: Mm-hmm. I'll give you a hint. It's all black and white.
1: Steamboat Willie?
0: Yes. So this is, I mean, it's loosely based off of Steamboat Willie and Which all. is,
1: which as of January 1st is public domain.
0: Yes. So basically it's just based off of the Mickey Mouse cartoons of the Steamboat Willie era. Obviously, with that, obviously we've got Mickey, we got another version of Pete that has yet to- So this predates like Pete from uh, like Dizzy Town and everything, Birth by Sleep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is funny because in- the events of Hearts 2, um, modern-day Pete, who's worked with Maleficent, sneaks in and actually ends up fighting with, you know, past Pete. So, like, the Pete in this, obviously, he gets blamed by Sora, Donald, and Goofy for shit going down. But this Pete hasn't even done anything yet. It's modern Pete.
1: So, past Pete just got the shit out of the stick.
0: Which, the funny- the Now, the cool thing about this, it actually- Shows because a lot of times to keep the world order, because when they go to different worlds, they can't just straight up be like, "Hey, there's heartless and tea blades and yada yada yada." Yeah,
1: can't tell. But your one of the
0: things shit. that Sora Donald the Doofy too do in a lot of these worlds is change, uh, forms or whatever to fit the world
1: costumes on and stuff. Yeah.
0: So those forms they do in Timeless River, Sora takes on like an old school animation approach. And Donald the Doofy kind of revert back to their old school design from, like, the Steamboat Willie days.
1: Okay, now I have to look it up because I need a visual.
0: Yeah, I mean, you t- I could show you this, but it's not, like, it's not great, so doodling it would probably be better. But, yeah, they take on, like, an old school design, and I really like it. And what's funny about this is that Pete in this world, so all the dialogue is, like, very, like like, old-school radio sounding. And I just, the whole, like, the oh, music okay. and everything. Like, yeah, you see what I mean?
1: And Peg Leg Pete.
0: Peg Leg Pete. The, I just, I love in this, Uh obviously Mickey's in this world, but he barely pops up, because this is, like, a past Mickey, not current Mickey. He shows up from time to time, but he never talks at all. You well, know, just like he did in, in the original. The
1: original, Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I really like this world. Uh, Timeless River is probably my favorite from uh, Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay. And you actually access this world from Disney Castle because there's a big... uh, In a part of the castle called the Hall of the Cornerstone, there's a door you can go through which gets you into Timeless River. See, yeah, Timeless River, a world that takes inspiration from early Disney movies. In this world, Disney Castle has yet to be built. And all of the characters in it, including Sora and his friends, appear in a retro monochrome form. We move on from that to probably one of my favorite worlds in Dream Drop Distance, Symphony of Sorcery. That might be a, you know, hard guess, but can you guess what that one's based off of?
1: Symphony of Sorcery?
0: Symphony of Sorcery.
1: Is it the Sorcerer's Apprentice?
0: Uh, yeah, you're kind of on the money there. It's basically what the world is based off. I mean, it's more so based off of the entirety of uh, the original Fantasia from 1940, but it kind of starts off based off of Sorcerer's Apprentice. Uh, A beautiful world inside the sheet music left in the mysterious tower. It's filled with scenery evoking famous classical music. Characters don't talk here, and even a keyblade in combat sounds like a musical instrument, that was my favorite thing about this world. As you went through, like, none of the normal, like, combat sounds and anything happened. Like, every time you attacked, it just sounded like an instrument. Like, they changed all the combat sounds in this world to be instrumental and, you know, classical instruments and whatnot. Uh, but anyway, like, obviously in this, so, this is another one of the sleeping worlds where Mickey's not supposed to, you know, Mickey doesn't know who Sora is. But when Sora gets to the Mysterious Tower from, you know, in this world, he sees Mickey in Yenzhen's chair, you know, obviously with his eyes closed, just, you know, waving along. Because like in Sorcerer's Apprentice, he falls asleep and, you know, the whole place floods and everything. But yeah, in this world, you go into both as Sora and Ritu, you go into the sheet music and explore this world. But what I love about, like, when you go through as Ritu... The final boss fight in this world that you do is against Chernobog, which is probably my favorite song from Fantasia. Well, Chern- well Chernobog is obviously the final boss fight, but the music that plays Night and Ball Mountain mm-hmm. is probably my favorite from Fantasia.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: Like, you know how it goes, right? Yeah. The ba ba
1: ba I mean, ba 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 That whole sequence is incredibly famous.
0: Yeah, right. And uh, I,
1: I would, I would even venture so far as to say that when people think about Fantasia, that's what they, that's what comes to that's mind. That's
0: probably like the main thing that pops up when people think Fantasia is not on Bald Mountain. Uh, other than that, the enchanted brooms once again show up in this world because obviously it's supposed to be heavily based off of, Sorcer- the Sorcerer's Apprentice part of Fantasia. Again, probably my favorite world. In the entirety of Drape Drop Distance. Just for the fact alone that the com- normal combat sounds are replaced by instruments. Next, we got Wonderland. i give you a one h- good guess what that's from. Wonderland? Yes.
1: Could it possibly be Alice in Wonderland?
0: I don't know. Let's see. Yes, it is. Yep. Wonderland, based off of Alice in Wonderland, 1951. Obviously, in this world, we have Alice, the Queen of Hearts, the Tard Soldiers, Cheshire Cat, uh, the Doorknob, March Hare, the White Rabbit, and Mad Hatter. Now, Wonderland pops up in uh Union X or Unicross,
1: Kingdom
0: mm-hmm. Hearts 1, Chain of Memories, Days, and Recoded. Uh, apparently, the uh, March Hare and Mad Hatter only pop up in the, in the Unicross. Because literally, like in one, all we see is Alice, the Queen of Hearts, the soldiers, the white rabbit, Chishar Cat, and the the doorknob. Mm -hmm. Let's see. A world ruled by the Queen of Hearts where everything is nonsense. Its inhabitants, including the Queen, are all oddballs. Not only does common sense not apply here, but Alice is put on trial on false charges. So, fun fact, actually, kind of regarding this world. They're, depending on the order of which you do stuff in one there will be like obviously there's the the meeting of the Disney villains in one that you know they're kind of led by Ansem Seeker of Darkness you know Mm -hmm. and at one point it'll show a cutscene where they have captured one of the princesses of heart and for most people when that cutscene happens it's Alice that you know shows up and is like oh where am I but, if you do, like, certain things in a different order, instead of Alice, Snow White will pop up. So, next in these worlds, we have kind of a combination of both. Olympus Coliseum and Olympus.
1: From Hercules?
0: Yes. So, Olympus Coliseum uh, shows up in Union Cross, Birthway Sleep, One, Chain of Memories... Days two and retoted. and Olympus shows up in uh, excuse me shows up in three. So Olympus Coliseum is an arena where heroes from all over uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. an arena where heroes from all over gather and pit their skills against each other in competitions. Below it is the underworld ruled by Hades. So Olympus Coliseum is like the one that pops up the most throughout most of the games. Yeah, and. Uh, what they do different in two is they actually add the underworld to that. So not only do, you, are you able to explore like Olympus, the Colosseum, but you're also able to go to the underworld and you know interact with Hades and stuff. But by far the best iteration of like Hercules in the games is in three with Olympus, because you get you well you don't visit the Colosseum in this, but you get to explore all of Thebes and. Pretty much all of Mount Olympus, even in the Realm of the Gods.
1: Even in the Realm of the Gods?
0: Yeah. Like, you explore the Realm of the Gods, all of Mount Olympus, all of Thebes. So, basically, like, yeah, you're you're exploring a Hercules world again, but in 3, there's so much more. You know? Yeah. And as far as, like, plot relevance, now, a lot of these Disney worlds, you know, like, what happens in the worlds don't really affect the overall plot of, like, the games. But with Hercules, uh, specifically in 3, it's part of the plot that Sora has to go there, because this is the first world you visit in 3. And it's part of the plot that, like, Yetsid is like, hey, you lost your powers. Maybe talk to somebody who also lost their powers and got them back. So Sora's like, oh, Hercules, I can go talk to Hercules, you know? I'd say in 3 is when the Hercules world is actually important to anything but obviously in this we have hercules which in birthplace sleep you see him in his his yonder form you know with the white robe and everything mm-hmm. uh, we have hercules we have pegasus we have phil which for some reason <laughs> he only talks in one and two and then just doesn't say anything the rest of the games he appears in which i think they learned a lesson from two because in two like he didn't shut up
1: was that the one where he was yelling at um
0: Yes, because in two you have a uh, there's a boss fight against the Hydra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at one point you can do uh like when you're able to initiate like a special command or whatever, Phil will nonstop yell at you. He'd be like, Get up on the Hydra's back. Get
1: up on the Hydra's back yes.
0: and I'm like, I'm trying, Phil. I'm trying there were
1: many a Saturdays where I heard that.
0: you're just you're just in our room just like chilling whatever just from delivering you just hear
1: I think at one point one time you were watching it and I was trying to read and I finally was like we get it (laughs)
0: like I'm trying Phil lay off me
1: but also Danny DeVito is a gift it needs to be protected at all costs
0: uh Hercules practices Phil Meg who Megara I was gonna say she doesn't show up in uh, two, but she does. Two is the first time she shows up. Uh, We have Zeus, who doesn't appear until three. Because, so throughout these, they kind of spread the actual plot of the movie Hercules throughout all the games. Like, Birth by Sleep would be, obviously be, like, the beginning of Hercules. And then one and two are kind of throughout, like, the middle of it. Like, one is supposed to be, like, you know, Hercules, now that he's super buff and being like, oh, hey, I'm a star. And then two is supposed to show Hercules like kind of being overworked and tired with everything. Mm -hmm. And three, it goes over the part from Hercules where Hades has kind of taken over Mount Olympus and he traps Zeus in that big rock thing. Mm -hmm. And then Hercules frees him and whatever. So basically three kind of like what happens in the... Uh, Olympus World in 3 kind of follows the end of the movie Hercules. Right. With Hercules being like, you know, as much as being a god and chilling out on Mount Olympus would be great, my place is with Meg. hmm So, yeah, we have that. Obviously, other characters include Hades, uh, Cerberus, who is a boss fight in 2, Pain and Panic. Oh
1: my god, I fucking love Pain and Panic.
0: Pain and Panic, who in 2 are... Where you go to participate in a so there's different cups you can compete into, which are basically battle challenges.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And pain and panic run the ones in the underworld. Uh, that we have Hydra, and we have obviously we have the Titans, which I think you fight the rock Titan and the ice Titan in the uh Coliseum battles in like one whatever. Mm-hmm. But you actually fight all three in three as, like, the actual final boss fight of the world. Well, four, actually. No. Three. There's three, right?
1: I, I have no idea. There's
0: the rock. There's four. So there's the rock titan, the ice titan, the, like, the lava titan, and then the one that's just a big fucking tornado. Oh. <gasps>
1: Oh, I forgot about the tornado. Yeah, yeah, yeah so you fight, right. you fight right. all four.
0: four all four Titans in three, in the first world. Like, Olympus, this is the first world, and you fight all four of the Titans. Which, I mean, sword doesn't end up really, Welcome like...
1: Welcome to Olympus.
0: Sora doesn't really end up finish them off, finishing them off in that world. He kind of... It basically does the same thing from the movie, where Hercules frees Zeus... And Zeus is just like, oh, watch your old man work. And just starts throwing lightning at them. And the Titans are like, no, we gotta get out of here. And Hercules takes the Tornado Titans, sets them up, and just launches them into space. (laughs) He's just literally, literally, Hercules is just like, (laughs) yeet. But uh, we got some more Final Fantasy characters that show up in Olympus and Olympus Colosseum. So, obviously, in one is the first time... Or no, Union Cross, is the first time we see Cloud show up. Cloud, obviously, from Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. And we have Sephiroth show up, too, who is, you know, like the main villain in Final Fantasy VII and shows up in Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 as, like, a super boss.
1: A super boss?
0: Like, not one you have to fight, but one you can seek out if you want to challenge. Sure. Uh, we also have Auron, which I have no idea which Final Fantasy he's from but then in Birth by Sleep we have Zack show up who I believe originated from Final Fantasy 7 but anyway let's move on to the next Disney World Agraba give you five guesses for well, that's that from that's
1: obviously from Frozen
0: <laughs> obviously
1: oh it's Aladdin
0: it's Aladdin from 1992 this world shows up in Union Cross, 1, Chain of Memories, Days, 2, and retoted, A desert city ruled by a sultan. The palace lies at its center, surrounded by bazaars, p- uh, poorer districts, and other areas of the city. Outside the city is the Cave of Wonders, where treasure sleeps. And obviously the characters that show up in this world are Aladdin, Genie, Jasmine, uh, the Peddler... You know, the guy from the beginning of Aladdin that's like, ah! Too close, too close. Salam and good evening. <laughs> uh, Abu, magic carpet. Now, the thing with the Aladdin world in Kingdom Hearts is obviously Genie is voiced by Dan Castanella. Who... Homer Simpson himself? Yeah, who... I I will say, I don't think he's a bad genie. It's just not Robin Williams, you know? You get, you get what I mean? You get my drift?
1: I mean, yeah, but as far as voice he, actors he, for he does go, he well kind of nails it.
0: He does well enough, I will say.
1: It's just, as you know, I've been um, watching The Simpsons, so it's hard to picture Dan Casanella as anybody other than Homer.
0: Right. You've been watching so many Simpsons, so it's hard to hear that voice come out of Ow! that. Yeah. <laughs> out of out of the genie from aladdin uh let's see uh obviously uh we got jafar iago and then exclusive to union cross we have old man who is the old man disguise that jafar uses yeah you know when he's like <laughs> when he's about to kill aladdin like he's about to drop him back in the cave of wonders and aladdin's like what are you doing and <laughs> Jafar's the old man. He's like, giving you your reward, and then he drops to the skies. Your eternal reward. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's just at the Union Cross. We have the old man, the actual Sultan, and uh, the guards. You know, with the main one, uh, the main three guards. Yeah, with the main one with the beard, I believe, voiced by Jim Cummings. I believe that's him doing that the voice of that guard but there's not really much so as far as like what happens in the Aladdin world, I think one kind of follows the basic premise of the first movie, the first Aladdin movie you know where Aladdin finds the lamp, he does a genie, he becomes a prince to impress Jasmine. Uh, Jafar steals it to become a genie and then you defeat him and then you know Aladdin wishes for genie's freedom Mm -hmm. in Kingdom Hearts 2 what happens in that it kind of follows the plot of the second Aladdin movie aka the one that should have never happened (laughs) where Jafar comes back and you have to basically defeat him again but that's pretty much it for the Aladdin world so the next one in here is Monstro From Pinocchio? Yes, from Pinocchio, 1940. Obviously featuring Pinocchio and Geppetto. Now, another thing with alternate scenes is... And this is like... Basically, if you do... I forget. I think it's if you visit a certain world before you go back to Traverse Town. You miss an alternate scene where you can find Pinocchio in one of the shops. But otherwise then... Which then makes sense when you actually get to Monstro, because Pinocchio signed up on the ledge and everybody's like, oh, look, it's Pinocchio. So it kind of gives context to like how they would already know Pinocchio, you know? Right. Because you would assume, be like, oh, well, Jim- Jiminy Crit is with you. Jiminy knows who Pinocchio is, so they must know from him. But there's an actual alternate scene that a lot of people miss. So, obviously, uh, Monstro appears in 1 and Chain of Memories. A ferocious whale so enormous, it can swallow whole ships. Inside his body is is a vast world. His organs and the wreckage of swallowed ships make the place seem like a single, mysterious city. So, obviously what happens in this world is... It takes the part of Pinocchio where Geppetto and Pinocchio are already inside Monstro, trying to get out. And... This... Oh, The Parasite Cage boss fight in Monstro.
1: (laughs) I really wish people could have just seen the look on your face when you said that.
0: (laughs) If anybody else has played this part in Kingdom Hearts, you may know exactly what I'm talking about. But He
1: just got real pressed.
0: The first stage of the Parasite Cage. So, this Parasite Cage captures Pinocchio. So, throughout the first stage of the fight, Pinocchio is just constantly screaming. He's like, get me out of here! And he's just screaming that constantly. Like... I'm trying. Fucking, you're not even a real boy yet, so shut the
1: fuck up. Don't do him like that. <laughs> He's just a baby. He's just a baby. He's just a baby.
0: So, along with Monstro, we have another Pinocchio world that shows up in Dream Job Distance called Prankster's Paradise.
1: Is that where they all turn into donkeys?
0: Yeah, so, obviously, you know, you play as two different, you play as Sora and Ritu in Dream Drop Distance, and you one or the other. So in Sora's version of this world you go through the amusement park, like the actual like amusement park island area of uh you know, the Pinocchio movie or whatever, and then you finish off fighting uh not necessarily fighting Monstro, but you fight a creature that's kinda of taken over Monstro. But as Ritu Ritu, you actually travel through Monstro.
1: I just realized I'm doing a lot of nodding for a
0: <laughs> should I just have? So just should I just make this a? Vi- over here. Should I just made this a video episode, but just pointing at you, like not at me at all, and just randomly you just sitting there, just yep,
1: just casually nodding yep. along.
0: So the thing with Prince's Paradise is if we get an additional Pinocchio character, we get the blue fairy. The
1: blue fairy.
0: Because at one point, uh, we get a so there's. A lot of the cutscenes are collected as flashbacks sure. in Dream Drop Distance, and one of them is Pinocchio's trapped in a cage. Wait, wait, wait. That wasn't set as satisfying as my Arizona.
1: <laughs> I know, but I just really wanted deep D-Peppy.
0: But there's a cutscene where Pinocchio's is trapped in a cage, and Jiminy's just like, How are we gonna get out of this one, Pinocchio? And then the blue fairy comes out and be like, Oh, Pinocchio, you haven't been lying, have you? And Pinocchio's like, No. And then his nose is like, Whoop. And blue fairy's like, Oh, you dumb fucker, you lied to me.
1: Yeah, I'm sure she said those exact words too. And
0: she's like, I'm going to get you out of this cage, but just this once. Don't test me again.
1: <laughs> she said, Try me, ho.
0: But yeah, that's uh, Pinocchio. That's the Pinocchio representation in Tinum Hearts. Next on here we have Atlantica.
1: <laughs> that one is obviously frozen.
0: Obviously. Uh based off Little Mermaid from nineteen eighty nine.
1: God, and that movie's that old.
0: Yeah. Christ. You wouldn't think so, but yeah, it came out in eighty nine. Uh it appeared in Kingdom Hearts One, Chain of Memories, and Two. Now, obviously, in Kingdom Hearts 1, you actually explore throughout Atlantica, and the final boss fight is against Ursula, obviously. And it kind of is loosely based, like, what happens in the world is based off the plot of Little Mermaid, except with the difference being, in one, uh, Ursula tricks Ariel into stealing uh, Triton's trident. Right. But the weird thing about uh, King Triton in Kingdom Hearts 1 is that he is aware, somehow aware of what a T-Blade is. Because at one point, uh, Ariel obviously, you know, he has a, a dad moment like, Ariel, you can't do this. And Ariel's like, I hate you. And she goes off and Sora's just kind of there with Donald the Goofy. And Triton just like, I know what that is, a T-Blade. You need to leave because those cause nothing but trouble. So his idea of the T-Blade is like, oh, they're bad and... You know, leave the world immediately before you cause harm or whatever. Right. But obviously, like I said, with one, the what happens to that is Ursula tricks, uh, tricks Ariel into stealing the Trident, so that uh, Ariel can get the freedom she wants. But obviously, Sora's like, "Hey, don't trust her," and Ariel's like, "Oh, you're right. We should come up with a plan." And then, obviously, they go with Ariel to Ursula. And Ursula is like, oh, you're trying to trick me. Now I gotta destroy you. And then you fight Ursula in... You know, as, a, as the final boss fight of the world. Sure. Uh, in 2, it's a little different because... And a lot of people hate uh, the Little Mermaid world in 2. Because you don't actually... I mean, there's a small part of the world you explore. Like, one area. But what you do throughout the world is... Rhythm games.
1: Oh yeah, we know. Like how you much don't you actually love your fight. Games.
0: You don't actually fight. You just do a bunch of rhythm games.
1: Is that the one too where it was like, oh, go do this thing now, go do this thing now, go back and do this thing, and you can't do this before you get this, but you can't get that before you find this, and you were just like going back and forth a bunch. Sure. Like you had to find a comb, but you couldn't. No. get the comb oh, until No, oh you no, you're didn't. thinking
0: of there's like another an actual like Little Mermaid video game that where you do that. Oh, I, I think it's like the actual, like the actual Little Mermaid game. But and yeah, and two, you do a bunch of rhythm games, and it has the infamous, like there's a couple of them where you do rhythm games from, to songs actually from Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. like uh, Kiss the Girl and uh, Under the Sea. But there's also original songs in this world with one of the most infamous and memeable being "Swim This Way."
1: swim this way like walk this way
0: no 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 oh. no 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 I no 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 like, not at all
1: <laughs> is this a fucking
0: oh uh, actually Steven
1: tyler parody
0: i'll do it i'll do it on my do it on my phone because that'll actually uh show up a lot better in the recording because i like how you i just want i, just I really want, don't want to edit it i in. just want
1: to take a second to point out the youtube search history here um so he typed in sw and the first thing that came up was sweet victory the second thing that came up was sweater lady gem sweater lady Jam.
0: <laughs> uh but anyway swim this way
1: no No.
0: See,
1: you can do it. Okay, I have several. I have several issues. <laughs> right. First of all, I don't like it.
0: I don't like it. I
1: don't like it. And it's an um,
0: original song. Second of all... to Exclusively the Kingdom Hearts 2.
1: Second of all, rhythm who? We don't know her. Clearly.
0: <laughs> there was... And there's another one, another meme from this world that I've seen pop up recently. So it's during the Ursula fight, which, again, is another rhythm game thing, like, along with the song. And there's one part where I guess ursula flick six yeah, uh, even bean hates it ursula six flotsam and jetsam on sora and them and mm-hmm. you take them out with you know rhythm timing or whatever and one of the things sora says is sorry mommy your poopsies are toast <laughs> mm, gross <laughs> your poopsies are
1: toast <laughs> i don't love the idea of sora calling ursula mommy
0: uh, but one of the th- but the main thing in two is obviously this is when I think this is the first time Prince Eric actually shows up Prince in Eric the Little Mermaid could world. Get it. Uh, did I say yeah? In two, so two kind of follows more of the actual Little Mermaid plot where er- where uh, Ariel wants to be with Eric, but Ursula's like, "Oh, in order to be with Eric, you have to do what I say," you know that whole thing. But yeah, in Little Mermaid it's not my favorite world. Mostly because, like, in the first one, you really... So, it changes your controls, obviously, because you're in water and you have to change forms. Like, Sora grows a, like, a dolphin tail. Not necessarily a mermaid tail, but it's a dolphin tail. Uh, Donald grows octopus legs. And (laughs) Goofy just turns into a turtle.
1: Just a turtle. (laughs) Just a turtle.
0: But it takes away all your like abilities to, like dodge and everything because obviously you're swimming in water which so definitely not my favorite especially in kingdom hearts 2 one is kind of okay like i prefer i prefer atlantica in one over atlantica in two you know Mm -hmm. and then atlantica just didn't show up in the rest of the games but ariel shows up as a summon in kingdom hearts 3
1: Oh, okay. So it's still kind of all ties together.
0: Yeah, so... Little Mermaid still has representation in 3, but she shows up just as a summon. Hmm. Uh, next one, and this is a world you and I are very familiar with.
1: This is Halloween. Halloween this Town. This is Halloween. Halloween Town. Obviously from
0: Nightmare Before Christmas, 1993.
1: Which is the bestest movie in the whole world.
0: A world wrapped in a dark atmosphere, the town and its people also have gloomy and eerie appearances... Jack Skellington, the pumpkin cane, constantly strives to make Halloween fresh and new. Halloween Town shows up in one, Chain of Memories, Days, and two. So, oh, what happens in Halloween Town in one is they, f- you know, they're aware of Heartless because they've, they have found a book explaining what Heartless are. Mm-hmm. And Jack, along with the professor, is conducting an experiment on a Heartless they captured and Jack is like, oh, if I can put a heart into this Heartless, I can use them to create the best Halloween ever. And obviously it doesn't go right, because Oogie booty is just like, oh, I'm gonna have Lock, Shock, and Barrel steal this heart, and I want this heart. So, what happens in one is, obviously you fight Oogie booty and at one point he steals the heart, consumes it, and he turns into this big fucking house, which is uh, the final stage of his boss fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, Halloween Town is a little different because it follows more the part of the the plot of the movie where Jack wants to take over Christmas because you know he finds a door to Christmas Town and he's like, hey, I want to do Christmas, and Santa's like, no, that's my shtick, right. you know. So that's the whole thing. And obviously, you know, we got all these different.
1: Well, to be fair, it's not Halloween that he wanted to take over Christmas. He, he wanted to give it a bored shot with Halloween.
0: Yeah, he wanted to give Christmas a shot. Uh, there's not really that much more to explain with Halloween Town, but I will say it's probably my favorite uh, f- you know, form change that Sora and Donald the Goofy take over, which I'll give you that. I don't know if you can see it, but that bottom one right there.
1: Yeah, I've seen it. I know you see, what you're talking about. You yeah. see what
0: they look like, the appearance they take on in Halloween Town?
1: Yeah, I've even said that I wish Sora looked like that all the time.
0: That's pre- yeah, I'd say definitely probably my favorite change that they take on like Sora has his like hot topic gift card look Mm uh Donald is a mummy and then Goofy is just I don't even know how to describe him (laughs) but he's 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 yeah he's Goofy he's
1: Goofy but I will say Goofy Goober
0: Halloween Town is probably one of my favorite worlds and not just because I really like Nightmare Before Christmas So next on here, we have Neverland.
1: Well, gee, I wonder what world that could be.
0: (laughs) Based off of Peter Pan, 1953, the world appears in Birth by Sleep, One, Chain of Memories and Days, A Never Neverland, and Peter Pan's Home. It's a world born from children's dreams that contains an ocean, islands, a pirate ship, and a clock tower. Children who live here never grow up. I would say Clock Tower to stand around because the Clock Tower is technically not in Neverland; it's in London. But
1: well, yeah, but it's in the movie.
0: So really, between uh, actually between one and Birth by Sleep, you actually explore different parts of Neverland. Like in Kingdom Hearts One, it mainly like you mainly just are stuck to Captain Hook's ship. With the end of that world, the end of that world. You know, after you defeat the final boss, you get to fly around the Clock Tower in London. Mm -hmm. But in Birthplace Sleep, you actually explore more of Neverland. Actually, you you actually go throughout different areas of Neverland, including uh, one of the trees that the the Lost Boys have a hideout in. Mm -hmm. Which (laughs) have I ever told you about one of my favorite cutscenes from Birthplace Sleep? I think they're with it's Peter Pan. Uh, two of the Lost Boys, Cubby and Slightly, Peter Pan, Cubby Slightly, and Aqua, they're kind of going throughout different areas, trying to explore, or as they say, they're on an expedition.
1: Expedition?
0: And at one point, Captain Hood shows up to basically, you know, be like, ah, Peter Pan, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then Peter Pan's just like, Not right now, Hook. We're on that expedition. Can't I show you up another day? And Hook is just like, Y'all show me up now.
1: <laughs> Got him. Self burn.
0: <laughs> so obviously, the characters that appear in this are Peter Pan, Tinkerbell, Wendy, uh, Captain Hook, Mr. Smee. Oh, my God. Or as Hook says,
1: Smee! <laughs> I love Mr. Smee. Uh,
0: the crocodile.
1: I also love the crocodile.
0: Uh, the aforementioned Cubby and Slightly. And that's it for Neverland. Probably, I would say, the version in birthplace Sleep that you visit is probably more my favorite. Yeah. Even though, uh, in one, one of the cutscenes is probably the most memeable from, <laughs> from uh, you know, throughout the entire game. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, Ritu is already, like, fully, like, bad guy and some secret darkness or whatever. And... Uh, this is where Sora actually sees Tyree again, but she's obviously s- still blank because she's without a heart, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she's like, oh, you know, uh, we gotta go save t- you know we had save Tyree together and Sora realizes that the heartless obviously are' not Titan Ritu and they're under his control. And he's just like, Ritu's just like, it's too late, Sora. The heartless obey me now. And then there's a long pause and Sora's like, you're stupid.
1: You're stupid. (laughs) Fucking got him.
0: Alright. Hundred Acre Wood. I
1: love Hundred Acre Wood. Based on the Winnie Winnie the the Pooh
0: Pooh series from 1966. This world has appeared in Birth by Sleep, One, Chain of Memories, Two, and Three... Now, obviously, what with Hundred Acre Wood, a lot of it, what it appears as, is in Merlin's house, he has the book of Winnie the Pooh, and Sora uses it as a portal to travel into Hundred Acre Wood. And I think one of my favorite iteration of this is in 3, because it's obvious in 3 that Sora, he's getting older, so his connection to Winnie the Pooh is starting to grow weaker. Mm-hmm. But as far as like what happens in the worlds, there's no really big overall plot relevance. this is more like a mini game world. You just go there. Like it's not. You could probably skip it entirely if you wanted to. Like it's a completely optional world. But it's it's uh, basically a mini game world. Mm-hmm. I specifically love the version in Kingdom Hearts three because the character designs, like the colored pencil esque look of it, is probably my favorite mm-hmm. design throughout the entire game.
1: Yeah, you are a sucker for good game design.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, looking through these, obviously with the characters, we got Pooh, Piglet, Tigger, Rabbit, uh, Roo, who only appears in Tuna Marts 2, we uh Tinda, Owl, who, again, you know, last appeared in Tuna Marts 2, Lumpy, Eeyore, and Gopher.
1: Is Lumpy a heffalump?
0: Yeah. Lumpy's the heffalump.
1: Heffalumps and woozles? The
0: heffalumps and woozles. The wonderful thing about tiggers is that tiggers, <laughs> that <laughs> the wonderful thing tiggers is are wonderful things. Their tops are made of rubber. Bottoms the bottoms are of made, made of springs. They're bouncy, bouncy trouncy, bouncy, fun, 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 fun. The wonderful thing about tiggers is that I'm the only one.
1: You fucked me up.
0: I did that on purpose.
1: The wonderful thing about tiggers is tiggers are wonderful things. Their tops are made of rubber. Their bottoms are made of springs. They're bouncy, flouncy, trouncy, pouncy, fun, 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 fun. But the most wonderful thing about tiggers is I'm the only one.
0: Uh, next Disney World, I, I tell this is a Disney World because it's the base of it is from something else. Mm-hmm. We have the Mysterious Tower, which is the tower where the sorcerer Yin Sid and the three good fairies live. Sora's group receives important information and new clothes here. It's the place where Teen Mitty once trained, and it's far bigger on the inside than it looks.
1: Like the TARDIS? So,
0: yeah, so this is basically... The base of operations where Sora and everybody goes, and Yen Sid is like, "Hey, do this and do that." And I count this as a Disney world because it's obviously based off of uh, the Sorcerer's Apprentice bit in Fantasia. Mm-hmm. But I mean, with Yen Sid and everything. But yeah, Mysterious Tower is probably the most one of the more iconic locations in Kingdom Hearts, because you got Yen Sid himself, but you also got uh, the 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 good fairies. Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who, in 2, I think they first pop up in 2, and they're responsible for giving Sora new clothes. Well, in 2 and in 3. To basically help them, you know, fight the darkness easier. Right. Um, <clears throat> moving on. Now, this is gonna be probably an easy one to guess. The Land of Dragons...
1: Uh, Mulan.
0: Yes. Based off of Mulan from 1998. A world that gives the impression of ancient China. It once received strength from a dragon sleeping under a mountain and is ruled by a great emperor. An enormous structure and symbol of the emperor's authority, the Great Wall of China stretches along the northern border. So, obviously, this is based on Mulan. Then we get Mulan, Mushu, uh, Shang, the emperor... Chen mm-hmm. Po, Shan Yu, Yao, and Ling. And what's funny about uh, this world, when you first pop up in it, is uh, Mulan obviously doesn't know who Sora, Donald, and Goofy are, but Mushu knows who Sora is because he was a summon in Kingdom Hearts 1. Like, Mushu popped up as a summon in Kingdom Hearts 1. Right. So when you visit the Mulan world in 2, Mushu was like, Oh, hey, I recognize these guys. Like, I know who these guys are. Right. So, and basically, when you go throughout this world, it follows basically the plot of Mulan. Like, yeah. you have Mulan disguise herself in the army. Uh, you fight Shan Yu. It's, it's basically, like, if you know Mulan, you know what happens.
1: Well, I feel like a lot of these worlds kind of follow the plot of the movie they're from.
0: I think some of them, like, there's not really much original stuff until, like, 3. But for early ones, like, Mulan, like the stuff you do in the world it basically follows the plot of the movie Mulan. Mm.
1: Except,
0: <clears throat> really, except for Beast Tassel,
1: Beauty and the Beast.
0: From Beauty and the Beast. Oh, uh, I've, this, obviously my biggest memory of this is from Hearts 2, and I'm not really sure if it really follows the plot of Beauty and the Beast at all. It just exists as a world. Because in 2, at this point, Belle and Beast already know already know sore on them for what happened in 1. Mm-hmm. Because Belle is just like, oh, you know, I was a Princess of Light. You know, you're a Keyblade wielder in the Heartless, blah, blah, blah. So she knows, you know, she knows what do. Right. Her and Beast know what do. But, like in Kingdom Hearts 1, you only meet Beast and Belle. Whereas in 2, we get more characters that pop up. We get Codsworth, Lumiere, and Wardrobe.
1: Lumiere. <laughs>
0: wardrobe.
1: Hey, wardrobe was a very important character, okay?
0: She sucks in two.
1: I will not. I will not sit here and listen to you besmirch the good name of wardrobe. There's a
0: part in two where you have to sneak into a room, but she's standing in front of it and she's asleep. So you have to, like, mash triangle to push her out of the way, but you have to stop mashing when she opens her eyes. Otherwise, she'll, like, bump you to the side and move back you know, a few inches, so you got to redo everything all over again, and just, it just, she's unnecessary. Like she, do- she doesn't even go here.
1: She doesn't even go here.
0: Uh, more characters that pop up: Mrs. Potts and Chip, and exclusive to Union Cross is this. Yeah, this shows up in Union Cross too. In Union Cross, we see Gaston and Maurice.
1: No one fights like Gaston.
0: <sighs> no one has more plot irrelevance much like Gaston.
1: You <laughs> really struggle for that one, huh?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, story of my life. Anyway, next Disney worlds we got on here because digs pop up in, two to in multiple games. We got Port Royal and the Caribbean.
1: Gee, I wonder what movie that could be from.
0: So, Port Royal shows up. Obviously, this is based off of uh, pirates, pirates of the, of the Caribbean. Caribbean. Uh, we got Port Royal, which appears in 2, which is a port city on the I- on an island in the Caribbean. It's in a dangerous area of the ocean, near Isla de Muerta, and the ship graveyard, in and is infested with pirates. Obviously, Port Royal in Kingdom Hearts 2 is based off of the first Pirates of the Caribbean. And pretty much kind of follows the plot, like phil is the basic plot of that you go through a you know you find barbosa and he's like oh we're an undead crew and then jack is like no you know i gotta finish you off and he's like oh we, we're gonna take elizabeth and will is like no i'm gonna sacrifice myself but not really you know right uh and then we got the caribbean which appears in three which the pirate's world in kingdom hearts three is based off of dead man's chest and by far is the best looking world in the entire game. Like if I didn't know any better, I would say it was I was actually watching uh, Dead Man's Chest. Mm-hmm. Like it's just oh my god, phenomenal. I mean, fucking look how well they designed they made David Jones look. Yeah. Like my god, <laughs> that also reminds me of the fact that like obviously. The Caribbean in Kingdom Hearts 3 follows pretty much the plot of Dead Man's Chest. Mm-hmm. And there's the part in Dead Man's Chest where Davy Jones stabs uh, Will Turner. But in Kingdom Hearts 3, after this happens, Sora gets, like, very emotional. And him, Donald, and Goofy start charging Davy Jones to try to fight him. And Sora literally resorts to physical violence. Like my dude, you are a oh, T-Blade builder. Like
1: jumps on him and starts. Yeah, he jumps on, on his him? head and he
0: starts just punching him in the head. Like my dude, you you are the T-Blade builder. You have one of the most powerful weapons in the universe, and you're just resorting to physical violence. My brother in Christ. <laughs> but I will say this is not my favorite world in *Tinamous* three, but the best looking by far, because mm. unlike in *Tinamous* two. Where Sora, Donald, the Goofy looked very out of place in the Pirates world. They, in Kingdom Hearts 3, they looked, you know, they pretty much fit right in. Because right. they copied the realistic style of everything. It's right. just it just looks phenomenal. Like, I can't get over how accurate Davy Jones looked. Like, it looked like they took him straight from the movie and just put him into the world. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's by far my favorite. Uh, next... Also, I mean, it goes on to explain more about with pirates and stuff. Also, I love that in Kingdom Hearts 3, they included the part from Dead Man's Chest Mm -hmm. where uh, Cutler Beckett was like, oh, well, I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to sail away with this thing. And then uh, Jack Sparrow, Elizabeth and them on one ship hunt him down, along with Will showing up with the Flying Dutchman. And they're on both sides of Cutler Beckett's ship and they just start blasting cannons. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what scene I'm talking about, right? Yeah. It's all slow motion. He's walking down the stairs with everything around him. He's destroyed. he just, like, accepted his fate. It's just... I love that they included that scene in Kingdom Hearts 3. It's just one of my favorite scenes from Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Next, in the Disney worlds, we have Pride Lands.
1: From The Lion King? Yes. Lion King,
0: 1994... Vast plains stretch across this animal kingdom. For generations, proud Lion Kings have ruled the land. This extensive region includes a gorge and a jungle. It is centered around a large structure called Pride Rock. So, Fun obviously... Fact, the
1: Lion King is as old as I am.
0: It is. 1994. God, I'm older than Lion King.
1: Lion King is a 30-year-old movie. How does that make you feel? God.
0: But, obviously, you know, the characters see, Simba, Timon, Pumbaa, Pete when Pete shows up in this world to terrorize Sora and them he appears as a lion uh, also the form appear the form change for Sora Donald and Goofy Sora is a lion which fun fact apparently his original design for before they released Kingdom Hearts 1 was supposed to be lion-esque like he was like a human-lion hybrid
1: that explains the hair actually
0: before they, you know, change their Well, I everything.
1: like how in this world he takes on kind of the same look as, um...
0: Well, he turns into an actual lion.
1: Yeah, but he takes on... He He's very similar to, uh... I want to say Koivu, but I don't think that's the right...
0: Are you talking about Kovu? Yeah, Kovu. Ko- Kovu from nineteen two, Simple's Pride. Yeah. Probably one of the best movies of all time.
1: Oh my god, that movie is great.
0: Oh my god. We should do a Disney month.
1: That movie is so underrated
0: talking about dizzy t- uh, we have to do too. a true
1: crime month first sir
0: I well what? I'm not saying we're not going to do it I'm saying we'll get to it just
1: because I already have four cases picked out for next month so
0: okay but obviously Sora becomes a lion Donald becomes an actual bird that can fly and Goofy becomes a turtle
1: how are they going to do Goofy twice dirty like that <laughs> just turn him into a turtle twice I think this is... Damien! Damien? Where's my hyucking money?
0: Uh, Simba, let's see, Mufasa, Nala, Rafiti, Scar, and then Shinzi, Banzai, Banzai and Ed.
1: Um, unpopular opinion, Ed is severely underrated.
0: Ed is, is severely underrated.
1: Hey. Mufasa. Mufasa. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Mufasa. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I fucking love that movie. Uh Next Disney World. Now this was one that by the by the time Kingdom Hearts 2 came out, not many people who played the game would know where this is from. The Next World is Space Paranoids.
1: From Star Wars?
0: No. Oh. There's yet to be a Star Wars world, but Space Paranoids is based off of Tron from 1982. So like a lot of stuff coming from Tron with the main, obviously your main character that helps you throughout the world being Tron. Uh, this is actually, this is a world that's accessed through a computer in Hollow Bastion. Through, in uh, Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, the world is of the computer of Ansem the Wise. Programs take human form and work for users. Originally, it was a huge computer system created by a corporation called NTOM. So, and a lot of this is based off of the original Tron movie from 1982, which I've, it's been a while since I've actually seen that one, but I remember enough of it to be like, oh yeah, this and this and this, Mm -hmm. you know, light cycles and whatnot.
1: Light cycles and whatnot.
0: Light cycles and whatnot. So next, kind of similar to that, next world is The Grid, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which is based off of Tron legacy from 2010 now this is a world that appears in dream drop distance and obviously like I said based off of the off of Tron legacy which came in 2010 mm-hmm. a world that exists inside a computer Kevin Flynn and Tron created this program with the goal of making a perfect system but Clue staged the two with the characters in this being Sam Tora uh, Kevin Flynn Clue and Rensler is actually uh the original Tron that was uh brainwashed basically and what's sad in this world is that obviously Sora recognizes Rinzler as Tron and he tries whatever he can to make Tron remember him and he does at the very end because he has a boss fight against against Rinzler Tron and they, during their fight, they bust a hole in the floor, and is kind of just hanging there, and Sora's like, no, grab my hand. But Tron ends up letting go, but he, like, reaches out for Sora, so in his last moments, he remembers who Sora was from the stuff that happened too. 2. Mm-hmm. Moving on, because I can tell you're tired, and I'm trying to blaze through the rest of these. Sorry,
1: I just, like, fucking hit a wall all of a sudden.
0: No, I get that. So, I'm going to skip over some non-Disney Worlds and just get more to the specifics. Uh, Enchanted Dominion.
1: Don't tell me. It's not super obvious like Enchanted, is it?
0: Uh, kinda. It's it's from an older Disney movie. Like, think, uh, pre-1960.
1: The Sword in the Stone?
0: Not that far back. Well, I think... No way. They might have come out about the same time. But no, it's not Sword Stone.
1: What's it called? Enchanted Dominion?
0: Enchanted Dominion.
1: I'm going through my... I'm mentally going through my Disney movie Rolodex. <laughs> Sleeping Beauty? Yes. Oh, sick. Yep,
0: based off of Sleeping Beauty from 1959. A I'm to be
1: fully honest, that was just a complete guess.
0: <laughs> a beautiful kingdom with a splendid castle and abundant greenery and water. Due to a curse cast by Maleficent, an evil fairy who lives on the Forbidden Mountain, Aurora and everyone else in the country have fallen into an eternal sleep. This world appears in Union Cross, Birthway Sleep, and Fragmentary Passage. Because it's what, it's the main world that Aqua... So, Enchanted Dominion kind of appears in the realm of darkness that Aqua goes through in Fragmentary Passage sure but obviously the the characters in this being Prince Philip we have Aurora who was one of the Princesses of Light Prince Philip and, could also get it and in Birth by Sleep Maleficent tricks Terra into stealing Aurora's heart mm. so that okay if I could turn the page there we go like I'm trying to get one page not two uh, this is where the good fairies show up, and this is where Maleficent originally is in because she was here in Union Cross. But then she figures out how to, you know, travel <coughs> to different worlds. She finds out about Heartless and stuff, and that's how she gets involved with you know Norton and Ansem's whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, we got Dwarf Woodlands,
1: Snow White.
0: Yes, based off Snow White from 1937. This world appears in Union Cross, Birth by Sleep, and Framitary and Passage. Because, obviously, uh, Enchanted Dominion and Birth by Sleep were big worlds in Birth by Sleep. So in Framitary Passage, these worlds kind of show up, pieced together with all the other worlds that Aqua visited in Birth by Sleep. Mm-hmm. A kingdom full of natural beauty, surrounded by forests and mines sparkling with jewels, is found in the world of the movie Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. A prideful queen possessing a magic mirror lives in the castle. She seeks to take the life of her stepdaughter, Snow White.
1: Magic mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest of them all?
0: It's obviously in Birth by Sleep. As each character, you kind of play through the plot of Snow White with the evil queen wanting to take Snow White's heart, trying to poison her with an apple the dwarves thinking that Snow White is dead and then the prince showing up and being like I'm gonna kiss you without consent to make you alive again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you can't get away with that now.
0: You can't get away with it. That's actually a felony now. Uh, Next world, Castle of Dreams.
1: It's gotta be Cinderella.
0: Yes, Cinderella from 1950. This appears in Union Cross, Birth by Sleep, Infermentary Passage. A resplendent castle that everyone admires towers over the world of the movie Cinderella. A ball where women from all over the kingdom would gather is going to be held for the prince, who doesn't have much interest in marriage. Maybe because he's day. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the major plot twist? Wouldn't that be
1: some shit?
0: Just fucking... <laughs> Cinderella, like, oh, you found my shoe, now we to be married and be king and queen. And he's like, um, I'm actually into dudes. <laughs>
1: And he's like, yeah, married.
0: <laughs> yeah, married.
1: Meanwhile, I'll be fucking the stable boy.
0: Obviously, in the events of Birth by Sleep, you kind of follow the whole plot of Cinderella, which, the end of it being ending with Aqua. And what's funny is that, at one point, you know, the part in Cinderella where the prince is like, oh, each of the sisters, you know, he tries the. Shoe on the evil stepsisters and before the prince and the other guy you know leave the castle aqua kind of shows up and is like hey maybe i could try on the slipper basically giving cinderella time to get downstairs and be like hey i want to try it on
1: hey i live here too yeah
0: <sighs> but what's funny in uh in birth by sleep in aqua's thing uh there's the final boss fight that i guess uh what's her name lady tremaine Kind of along with Drizella and Anastasia summon up, and so this Heartless kind of traps her and Aqua has to fight her off. And later, Tremaine is like, This is what happens when you go against my wishes, and then they get fucking obliterated by a stray bomb
1: I'm blasting off like Team Rocket.
0: What I love in this book is they included uh, in the Ventus playthrough of Birthway Sleep when he shows up, he shows up. Like, the size of a mouse. Yeah. For some reason. So he's in a cage, and there's a part where it zooms out, and he's like, Somebody tell me how I got so
1: small! <laughs> and they have to hide from Lucifer?
0: Yeah, the cat. Uh, Alright, next, Disney World. Deep Space.
1: Lilo and Stitch?
0: Yes. Yep, Deep Space, based off of Lilo and Stitch from 2002 and others. Uh, mainly appears in Birth by Sleep, but Stitch... Pops up as a summon in both Kingdom Hearts 2 and 3.
1: Which poor, pitiful, defenseless planet has my monstrosity been unleashed?
0: Yeah, so with obvious characters showing up being Stitch, Jumba, uh, Captain Gontu, the Grand Councilwoman, and Sparky shows up as the boss fight in uh, Birth by Sleep. Was Not for Sparky
1: each... can kiss my whole ass.
0: <laughs> Not for each character, but I think for specifically Terra. Which I had so much trouble with when I did that. Like, it took me several tries to beat Sparky. Because there was a lot of his attached that I was just not getting down. Moving on. Now, I'm stepping over Keyblade Graveyard, because that's another one here. Uh, the night's Disney World that pops up here is La Cité des Cloches.
1: So I'm going to guess The Hunchback of Notre Dame.
0: Yes. Uh, this appears in Dream Dog Distance. The world of the movie *Hunchback to Notre Dame*, its name means the city of bells in French. Notre Dame Cathedral has large bells inside of the building, is considered a sanctuary that even a judge sanctuary. cannot exercise authority over. You know what's funny? So this is obviously in *Dream Job* distance. There's a the part where Sora is walking through the city and Frollo walks by him. Yeah. And then Frollo's just like, "Stop!" And then Sora's like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" And he's like, "Those clothes." I know what you are. A gypsy. Uh, So, literally, he sees the clothes that Sora's wearing, and Frollo's like, Oh, you must be a gypsy. You
1: must be a gypsy. A lot
0: of people take that out of context, and he's like, I know what you are. And people are like, Confirmed, Frollo is homophobic. (laughs) Confirmed. And I'm like, Well, yeah, he's a. I think somebody else said that. I'm like, Oh, well, Frollo is against is against gay people. I'm like, yeah, he's a Roman Catholic in the 12th century.
1: You could have just stopped at Roman Catholic.
0: <laughs> like, he's honest. a Roman Catholic. Of course he's homophobic. But Kill obviously, surprise. the characters that pop up here, Quasimodo, Judge Frollo, uh, Esmeralda, uh, Captain Phoebus, Hudo, Victor, and Laverne, you know, the three Dardoyles. And in Dream job Distance, Basically, you know, with Sora and Ritu's parts in it, you go throughout the events of Hunchback to Notre Dame. But what what's weird is that the uh, what happens to Frollo is different in Sora and Ritu's part. Because I think in Sora's part is when they did the thing where uh, Frollo's hanging on to that gargoyle, but then it has that evil face and he gets scared and it breaks off and he screams as he falls into the fire. Yeah. But in Riku's playthrough, there's a Heartless fight as the final boss fight. Which Frollo, I guess, kind of summons. Because he decides, oh, the Heartless are going to be enough to cleanse the city. But the force of this heartless wings kind of knocks him off the ledge of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And as he's fallen into the fire, he yells, judgment shall be mine. Right. So, that's that one. And I actually really like... Uh, I love the Hunchback to Notre Dame representation in Kingdom Hearts. I don't know if they'll ever do it again, but this was definitely a good way to do it in Dream Drop. Uh, Next, Disney World, we have Toy Box.
1: From Toy Story.
0: Yes, from Toy Story. Now, this is obviously in 3, which... This is actually the first Pixar world that has showed up in the Kingdom Hearts universe. And this is... It's not really based off of the movie at all, really. Uh, The world of the movie Toy Story, where each toy has its own personality and can talk and freely move around when people aren't looking. Sora and company also take the form of toys and adventure through the world. This really isn't based off of any of the movies. It kind of, like, does its own thing in this world. Uh, Rex, in this world, is obsessed with this game called Verum Rex, which the character Yuzora is from, which... Sora later, uh, comes across after he, you know, dies, same retiree. Right. Which kinda, there's a lot of speculation on why he meets Yuzora, who's supposed to be this fictional character from a fictional video game in the Toy Story world. So it's like, okay, why am I seeing Yuzora? So there's a lot more to Yuzora than we realize, but we don't have all those answers yet. Uh, with Toy Box, obviously, we got Woody, Buzz, Rex, Ham, uh, the Green Green Army Men, and the aliens.
1: Green Army Men.
0: And the aliens. And like I said, it doesn't really follow the plot of Toy Story. It, like, does its own thing where uh, Woody and Buzz are concerned because they don't know where Andy or, like, the rest of their friends are, the rest of the toys are, and they find out that, apparently, the world has been split, you know? Yeah. So, they're trying to figure out, like, what's going on, basically. Uh, Next world we got, Kingdom of Corona. Tangled. Yep, based off of Tangled from 2010. The world of the movie Tangled is a kingdom abundant in greenery and water, in hopes that the princess who was kidnapped as a child will come home. Lanterns are released on her birthday in such a large number that they fill the sky. Now, this world actually kind of follows the plot, so... In 3, when you get to Kingdom of Corona, it kind of follows the plot of Tangled with... Uh, let's see, Eugene, or Flynn Rider, as he's known in the first part of the movie... Coming to free Rapunzel and give her a taste of freedom... And Mother Gothel basically being an evil bitch the whole time. Although, in this world... So, what I, what I love about a lot of the Disney worlds in 3... Is that there are actual good reasons for the organization to be there. Whether it's the original Organization thirteen or the real organization. Right. Like in Toy Story, or in the Toy Story world, they're interested in that because they're like, oh, these toys have hearts. Like, they have hearts, but they're toys. They're supposed to be inanimate objects. Tangle with Kingdom of Corona, I forgot what their interest was, but... Marluxia, you know, who's the main guy in Chain of Memories, is the one that's interested in this world.
1: I don't know why I want Marluxia to be a girl so bad.
0: I think he wants to be a girl so bad, which we stand a transition team.
1: We do. <laughs> uh,
0: obviously. And then next world, we got Monstropolis, which appears in Monsters 3, Inc., which obviously based on Monsters Inc. 2001 <laughs> and others and this is it kind of takes place I guess after the events of the first movie and again it kind of does its own thing like at this point Boo has already been a thing Uh, the factory is already relying on laugh power kitty yeah and uh, with this I I forget what the organization's obsession with this world is but obviously you know Sully Mike uh, Boo Randall and this is actually one of my favorite worlds, and the forms that Sora, Donald, and Goofy take on here are... Obviously, they turn into monster forms, and it's just... It's just... I don't know. I find Sora's design really goofy mm-hmm. in this.
1: Mom, another gator got in. Another gator.
0: Next world, probably the most polarizing among people who talk about Hearts 3, Arendelle. Mm-hmm. Based off of frozen from 2013 the world of the movie frozen a place that became trapped in eternal winter when queen elsa lost control over magic it's a beautiful kingdom with majestic mountains and intricate inlets it's be- but because it's covered with snow and ice heavy winter clothes are required now my problem with arendelle
1: Ooh,
0: my problem with arendelle it could have been so much more
1: Except they just literally ripped the plot of the movie Frozen and shoved it into the game.
0: It could have been so much more, but I think Disney corporate was like, no, we got to do our movie justice because it's about to either come out or has already been out by the time this game comes out. So, you know, we need to include the entirety of Let It Go, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which I thought of this earlier, you know, talking about the worlds. I forgot to mention with the Mulan world. What if they did the same thing with Mulan, but obviously, you know, that they did with Frozen? So like Mulan sending reflection, but off to the side, and Dottle, and the Goofy are just standing awkwardly there awkwardly.
1: Standing there, yeah.
0: Like they're just standing in the pond, being like, "What?" And then Mulan just, "Who is that girl I see staring straight back at me?" And the Goofy's just like, "Gosh, I wonder who is that girl staring back at her." Oh, you. <laughs> Flawless, goofy impression. Flawless. I pride myself on my goofy impression. Do
1: you?
0: But obviously, with Arendelle, we have Elsa, Anna, uh, Olaf. If I can turn this goddamn page, we have marshmallow. Yeah, marshmallow, Sven, Kristoff. Yeah, we get Hans, but he's he doesn't really show up really. No. Like he shows up in one cutscene carrying Elsa away, and then he shows up again when he's about to kill Anna, but that's all he gets. Mm-hmm. And like I said, this world could have been a lot more. And what's annoying about this world is the fact that you go up and down and up and down the mountain countless times. Right. Like, you go up the mountain just uh, going back down, and you're like, well, gotta go back up. Oh, now you're down again. Nope, we gotta go up one more time. Right. It's just, it's annoying. Uh, next world, San Francisco. Big Hero 6? From Big Hero 6. That was the
1: first movie we ever watched together. It was. Was this it, is, or was it Kingsman?
0: I think Kingsman was our first date, but the first movie we just sat in the living room and watched was Big oh, Hero yeah. 6. Uh, this is by far my favorite world in 3, because I really, you know, Big Hero 6 is one of my favorite movies. And what I love about in this, in Kingdom Hearts 3, is a lot, the original voice actors from the movie... Reprise their roles in Kingdom Hearts 3.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A modern city that's the setting for the movie Big Hero 6. A variety of cultures that Sora and company are unfamiliar with intermingle here. At night, decorative lights illuminate the downtown like a metropolis, making it look different than it does in the daytime. So obviously in this we got Hero, we have Baymax, we have Gogo Tomato, Honey Lemon, Wasabi, and Fred. <laughs>
1: I fucking love Wasabi.
0: And like I said, all the original voice actors reprised their roles for this. hmm <laughs> which, which, I've lost my mind because as soon as Fred showed up and I was like, oh, TJ Miller! <laughs> like, TJ Miller! But, I think, now, there might be a lot that I'm going to cut out of this episode, but based on everything, what Disney World would you want to see in Tandem Hearts? So, like, a lot of people are theorizing about what worlds will show up in 4. Like, if I had to put it to a guess, I would want to see... I would maybe want to see Agrabah show up again. Because I know Olympus is probably going to show up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe Moana?
1: Yeah. I'd want to see... um. All of the movies I can think of for some reason are not Disney.
0: Well, think uh, you can think um, Pixar too because, like I said, with three, they included Toy Story three or Toy Story and I would, Monsters Inc. En- so the Pixar think, doors are wide open.
1: I think Encanto would be cool. Encanto? Mm-hmm.
0: I could definitely, I could probably see that working.
1: Or, be, or turning red.
0: Yeah, I could see that working.
1: <gasps> they could make Sora and his own little red panda.
0: <laughs> Turn Sora into red panda. People would lose their minds.
1: <laughs> that would be cute. Yeah, I think Encanto would be cool.
0: Uh, I know Star Wars is probably going to pop up because Nomura has been wanting to do Star Wars and Kingdom Hearts for the longest time. Uh, Besides Moana, uh, maybe Wish because that's probably going to be one of the more recent as Uh, of whenever it comes out. Inside Out. Uh, There was one thing I saw that people thought Inside Out was going to be part of it. And I'm like, oh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff with, like, emotions and memories and stuff, so... Inside Out would probably fit perfectly with Kingdom Hearts lore. Yeah. Uh, What else? I'm trying to think of, like, older Disney movies that they haven't done yet. Uh, Like, maybe Sword in the Stone. So we can see, like, where Merlin, you know, Merlin in his natural habitat. Uh, Winnie the Pooh will probably show up again. Uh, I don't know. It's really up for Nomura to to figure out. But I guess with that, that's pretty much all the Disney World's we have to cover. There's probably going to be, you know, whatever ones pop up in 4, people are going to love and hate. It's not going to be like, there's going to be people that love them and people that hate them. And then there's going to be people like me that'll be like, I'm just happy to finally play Tuna Hearts 4.
1: So or people like you that are just like, hey man, I'm just happy to be here.
0: I did hear the thing that, in Missing Link, there might be some Disney World, so... It'll be interesting to see what shows up in that. hmm But, I think with that, and I know we're both pretty tired, uh... What do you say we call an episode? Call call it right here.
1: Sounds good to me. I'm ready for bed.
0: Alright, so with that, I think that's gonna do it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this almost two-hour episode. You know, two hours before I edit it down, probably. But... Hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you guys drank plenty of water. I'm about to drink a shit ton of water because my throat is dry. Uh, I've been Caitlin. She's been Cameron. (laughs) (laughs) And as always, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Nerds out. out.